0: hello and welcome to smart love moves i had a great 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 question and i'm bringing it to the podcast um i'm going to i'm here here's what we're gonna do we're gonna jump in right now i just i literally woke up like i would say 40 minutes ago 30 minutes ago i only had time to brush my teeth so let's make it happen hey google turn the tv light on because i don't want to be in the dark Alright, and sorry for the sound, by the way, I hope it didn't hurt your ears. Hey Google, turn the light to warm pink. Alright, the mood is set, let's do this. Alright my loves, let's get cracking, I'm not even going to open up my mic and get all things set up, I'm just going to jump on and do the podcast from my telephono. All Alright i'm like getting mad comfortable right now love you guys thank you so much for getting settled in with me let's dive in today's episode we're talking about dating married people all right so here's the thing that i want to share i'm going to share different layers of this i truly feel like my personal rule is no dating married people um, unless they've been alone and separated from an individual that they've, they were partnered with for a, a long time. I would say eight to 12 months. You've got to know what it feels like to be by yourself before I put myself in a situation where I'm going to open up who I am to offer to you in a sacred stance where we're sharing each other's body, where we're sharing each other's mind, our spirit, our soul. Because I want to make sure that the person I'm entering into partnership with or I'm interested in having a future with has definitely taken time to detox the relationship that they were in and that takes time you know after like 3 months I'm you, the first 30 days your body's like convulsing because you you had this life experience with the previous person and or you may have experienced trauma or discomfort for years and you've just subjected yourself under these situations for such a long time like how is that even an option for me (laughs) like no 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 please go be by yourself you know um and and build up your self-love build up your self-worth heal and remove the situations that took place in the body that you experienced so that i don't trigger something in the future so that if something comes up in the future you don't resort back into a same pattern and cycle because you broke free from those things so i'm looking out for self also i'm looking out for the person but i'm also looking out for self and i'm also looking out for the person like i had a there was a situation where someone was interested and they had come out of the relationship like three months prior but we're still going through emotional things. And I'm like, I know we're hanging out, we're having a good time, but how are you still an option for me? Like we're, we're you're still, I could see the residue. Then you're not ripe and ready for the picking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and if you stay there too long, you might get sour, but you're not, you haven't fallen off the tree of closure. And drop to the ground where I can come and say, oh, this apple or this fruit looks so good. And it's ready to be rinsed and, you know, and and taken to to be eaten. And no pun intended. But, you know, in all honesty, there, and we know this, when we get out of a relationship, there is and needs to be a detox period a period of solidification, a period of mental work, emotional work, processing. So even look at yourself and say, you know, am should I be choosing a, a life partner right now? And I a lot of people don't see this and it's hard to see this when I'm saying it because you're in it. But if you if you were to, if I could just take you out and step you outside of this whole situation, what would be ideal here is that you would transform into a different person without the hurt, without the pain, without the things that have taken place. And then you choose out of that space, you you have a new body who then chooses others on a spiritual plane, on a spiritual level. So although we meet new people and we're like, oh, this person is different, they're truly still tied to your past because your past still exists for you and hasn't fully been closed out. And so that's not always the case. There's like a 1% chance, right? So it's like, well, Elsie, how do I know that this is the person even though I'm in the midst of these things? Well, the best thing to do is to ask questions, learn about where they are in their journey. A lot of people will say well, I'm over my ex. I'm over the situation. I don't feel any pain or concern about it at all. And my question then is, tell me about the cycle that you guys would go through so I can identify if that's going to be a cycle that might exist for me or for you. And there's so many layers to that. Um i personally wouldn't interact with a married person the 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 moment that this person says that they're married and they want out of their relationship i'd be like get out first close that out go through your mourning process and they'll say well i've already grieved my marriage while i've been in it you are still living in the same house my friend. (laughs) like what and i'm just giving you scenarios right like i don't go through this stuff but I'm giving you scenarios that I've previously gone through in my past life. And really, it was just jumping from one relationship to the other. And, And three weeks break, a month break is still jumping from one relationship to the other because you truly haven't detoxed the last partnership. You truly haven't detoxed the last years that have taken place. See, things happen within five, three years, five years, two years, right? Depending on what happened there. Um, 10 years, just a thirty, a 30-day 30 break after 10 years of an investment, after five years of an investment, after three years of an investment, just 30 days, you deserve more than 30 days. You've shared your life with people over and over and over and over again. At what point do you share your life with you? And say, well, I was like, for me, here's an example. I remember thinking, well, I spent 10 years in this. I gave, first of all, I gave 18 years to my parents. I gave 10 years to my first husband. I gave eight years to the partnership that came after that. How many years will I give myself before I pass? <laughs> like, at what point do I say I'm gonna have a relationship with myself and I'm gonna give myself at least three years like can I be in a relationship with myself for three years? can i can it be two years? Can it be a year you know um and coming out so soon from another partnership, especially if it was toxic, you already have like this toxicity vibrating in the body that needs to be removed you giving yourself to someone else would not really be an option so Think about and consider, and I'm just throwing different scenarios out there because, you know, we all have like different experiences, and it's not just so much from the person that asked the question, but I want you to think about whether or not you are an option for someone else if you yourself are going through things, you know? Um, And also, if you're an option to give yourself to someone else, if you just came out of a relationship, are you giving your purest form? Because they might be married, but you might not be married. But have you... Oh, and here, here's why I'm saying this. Because that second partnership right after my marriage, I literally... I was the one that was married, by the way. So I was the one that was married. Coming out of a marriage, and the person that I was starting a relationship with um, hadn't been married no kids and also they actually that person shouldn't have chosen me <laughs> i literally took the first i would say three years of the relationship and i was still grieving my 10-year marriage in in silence in secret because the first i would say the first four months i was grieving openly <laughs> with me and my ex-husband would be having arguments and conversations And trying to work through why the marriage was already broken, why I left. (laughs) Like, it was just so dramatic. And here my new partner was, having to listen to these conversations. And I would try to go to the other room, but they wanted to hear. Like, they were, you know, wanted to know everything. And it was so much pressure. And I really didn't deserve that. I really didn't deserve to do that to myself. And I didn't, and they didn't deserve for that to exist for them you know my my ex-husband didn't need to know that i was in a new relationship but didn't need to and i shouldn't have been in a new relationship to be honest with you after 10 years of submitting myself into this partnership where i felt completely unloved so unsatisfied in every possible way i was neglected and i remember my ex-husband saying you i know you left me but i left you first and i was like what do you mean and he's like well i left you emotionally and physically like i was literally in my own world in my own bubble and i left you first and he was saying that almost like a stab in the back and all that did was make me feel better (laughs) i literally was like oh well then see then i did the right thing then because you already had left me you already left and so i kind of just helped solidify the whole thing but you wanted to stay in the marriage. You wanted to work it out. But it was already after years of me telling you, can you not do this? Can you not act like this? Can you not say this? Like, at what point do I say I'm done since you were checked out already by yourself? And um, and then I we, I we were separated but still living in the same house. Not even sleeping in the same bed. Nothing, 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 right? Like I literally did not share my body with these two people at the same time. And, but I was still entertaining a partnership as if it was okay. Meanwhile, I, I needed to heal. I needed to maybe even check into my childhood to see why I had chosen this person in the first place. And I didn't take years to do that. that. That has been my biggest life mistake, I kid you not. I kid you not. If I have one life mistake mistake out of all the ones that I that I did have, and by the way, if I can just put, speak clearly here, at 18 years old, I did put myself in a situation that led me to a, a situation <laughs> that led me to my rape. Okay? And I'm telling you right now that the worst decision I made was going from one relationship to the other and not taking time to heal myself. Okay? So that's how important this is, if I can just tell you that. That's how important this is. And I, so here I was, choosing another person, and after three years of that choice, I realized that I, again, was in a situation where I was being neglected emotionally, physically, and then I was emotionally abused, and this second partnership overrided... (laughs) overrides the marriage because it brought my self-esteem to an even lower point that I had ever experienced in my entire life just from the bashing that was being spoken about just from uh the things that were being said about me or my body or like this person was just making me feel so bad about being in my own skin it was completely horrific um but that was being in a relationship with a narcissist so that comes with those things and so I wouldn't have chosen that person had I stopped to work on the self. And then I came to realize that I had chosen someone who reflected the same type of experience, life experiences for me. So then I had to look at the self and say, okay, do you feel this way about yourself because you're attracting people who neglect? It's like, okay i definitely don't neglect myself now i'm totally 100 percent self-love motivated um where is this coming from so i had to look in my childhood and i was neglected uh physically my parents didn't really play with me i mean we all had like big family outings but i never remember a one-on-one experience with my with my mom or with my dad i just remember like family outings or us going into the car and, and going places so there were activities there were things that were being done but i truly didn't feel loved i didn't feel um cared for a lot of the time and and definitely neglected you know then i ended up having younger siblings so they needed a lot of the attention and also my mom was going through so much in the partnership that she was trying to really just soothe and save herself, so there was really no time or energy that could have been given to me during that time frame, which is completely understandable after I did, you know, become a therapist and realized, like, okay, she was saving herself, <laughs> can't be mad at mom for that, you know what I mean, um, and then, and, and dad was just, dad didn't know, dad was broken, you know, and hurting people hurt people, and they both came from for hurting households, and they were hurting each other and then I was a uh, uh, the the birth that came after that, and what 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 am I going to do with that right am I going to continue the the cycle? Will I break the cycle? How will I move in this world? I would not date a married person or anyone who hasn't even if they've been single for like two or three years. If you haven't identified where you came from and you haven't closed and healed those gaps, you are not the father. No, you are not an option. <laughs> you are not an option. Right? I don't care how, how long you've been single because that really doesn't determine anything. I've met tons of single people who are in a partnership and who have even given up dating And the moment they enter into a relationship, they are toxic. Experience that also. Where there was a guy who had been single for two years. Two years. And he, you know, we kind of started seeing each other a little bit. This was back long, long ago. And I was like, something's not right about this. I don't feel it. Something's not right about this guy. I'm not feeling it. And... I decided to stick around because he wasn't showing me complete fruit yet. So I think it was like three months in, and I started to really see it was like the, you know, things were just poking their head, its head out. And I was like, yo, this guy's toxic. I'm out. (laughs) I'm out. But going with that initial first instinct, but that also determines the level of healing that you have in your body. Because you can identify things a lot quicker. The signs will always be there. The signs were there, even if you didn't see the signs. But the sign could just be the intuition. The intuition of saying, hey, no, not this person. Or something's not right about this. Go with that intuition because the body, the healed version of you, is saying, no, not this one. So keep that in mind as you move on with your life. And, um, and let me just go back in to read the question correctly, just in case. Okay. I wanted to ask you what your thoughts are on engaging with someone who is still married, but is wanting to pursue something in hopes of a future with me. I would say run for the hills. No, I would definitely say no. You can't have your foot in... Well, you can. You, I, I don't think it's healthy to have one foot in a marriage and one foot out looking for partnership without taking time. Because this person doesn't even know what they're dealing with because they haven't even stepped foot outside the marriage fully to be able to allow the body to convulse and go through the separation process, go through a grieving process, go through a learning process go through an identification of their own personal cycles within that partnership that need to be removed um every relationship even healthy ones have some form of cycle so it needs to be processed the relationship has got to be processed it's kind of like men in black you know their big processing system right i don't know if you guys remember this And it's like this, it's white walls, white floors. Everyone's dressed in black and white. They have their glasses on, their glasses off. They have their little gadgets. The aliens are walking around. And here's a case that's been placed on my desk. And I'm thinking, all right, let me see the participants in this case. You know, what are the cycles? What are some of the things that I can learn from this? They haven't sat down with their own case to see what the cycles are to see the the possible dangers, to see the possible uh, experiences that have come about from this situation. When the case is processed and everything is taken care of within that case, you can close the case. You can close It's like an open book case. You close it and then you can move on to the next. And I feel that we should treat a relationship like that. Close the case, process it. You know, exhaust all interactions, exhaust all possibilities, exhaust all the situations that took place, exhaust all the things you thought and you felt about your partner and create peace and closure with that partnership with that person. And then the opportunity can present itself to be available and I can feel safe walking in that possibility because you don't feel sour about your ex-partner and what they did and didn't do, okay? So when you close that book (laughs) and you take time to close that book, and these are my personal rules, I would say. Take time to close that book. And when you close that book, wait three months. And after you close that book and you wait three months, then come talk to me. But this is you closing that book. And you closing that book probably took a year. So we're talking about a year and three months of you learning and finding yourself, healing your childhood wounds, making sure that you've worked through your own demise, because we we each carry something that could be a hindrance for someone else. When you exhaust all those options, then you can find me. And people will say, well, I'll see dang, that's a long time. I mean, tomorrow's not promised to anybody. Yeah, but you know what? Tomorrow might not be promised to anyone but I will not allow toxicity to exist in my future. So do I choose to be by myself or do I choose to have toxicity living in my tomorrow? Um, I'd rather spend my last moments by myself in pure bliss. <laughs> and I know how to do that on a daily basis, continually over a long uh, period of time. And so with that being said, I will leave this with you. I do not recommend it. I think it's a bad decision. Uh, Although there have been people who are like, there's that 1%. I'm not going to deny that 1% that says, we found each other while we were in a relationship with someone else and it's been amazing ever since. Okay. If you say so, I believe you. But then you are a part of the 1%. And I'm not going to sit here And entertain that I might be 1%. I don't have time for that. I've been through so much in my life. And I've chosen uh, unhealthy, toxic people who don't communicate when they have issues. I'm sorry, but uh, I'd rather someone process their life experience before having me enter it. I'm not interested. But that's what I have on the topic. So I will put this out there for you all to listen to. I love you so much. Take care of yourselves and each other. Making smart love moves, I truly feel, is about honoring yourself. And if you see that you have a pattern of going from one relationship to the other and not really giving it a break and not having spent time with yourself for quite some time, I would say you may want to consider if, if whether or not you owe it to yourself to give yourself that time. Because You've owed it to other people. You've you've always chosen someone to engage in to pretty much submit yourself under a relationship. Do you want to submit yourself under a relationship while someone is still in a marriage, right? Will you entertain someone who still has um, open doors with someone else? It hasn't truly closed. Um, and I don't know the whole situation, by the way, with the person that asked this, but those are some questions. And then I always tell all of my clients this. Should this version of you choose a partner? And usually the response is no. So if this person should not choose a partner, then let's continue to work on the this version of you so we can prepare you for that time frame. Alright, guys, that's what I have for you today. Welcome to Smart Love Moves and the Smart Love Moves family. I'm Elsie Blass, your life and love coach and health psychologist. Visit smartlovemoves.com for more information on making smart love moves. And also, I want to uh, share with you that I have retreats going. So, visit smartlovemoves.com at the very, very top. It says book your retreat learn about uh, some of the different retreats you might want to work on yourself you might want to offer yourself a beautiful life experience within the retreat and decide then what you will do with your next smart love move take care